I grew up as a Filipino, you know, born and raised in the West. And it surprised me seeing how, like, growing up, I didn't really see a lot of Filipino cuisine or anything Filipino-related in my area. And it's surprising because Filipino, the Filipino community is one of the um, biggest migrant communities in Australia, and especially Melbourne's West. So pretty much my story celebrates Filipino cuisine and Filipino culture in Melbourne's West with restaurants and also um, Filipino-led um, communities. So, yeah. It's it's interesting you didn't see a lot of that culture reflected where you where you grew up because, as you write in your story, the western suburbs of Melbourne are the most multicultural area in yeah. Australia. Is that a more recent thing? Um, it's been a thing for a while now. Um, yeah, like I said before, Australia is Australia. Melbourne West is one of Australia's most multicultural um, suburb, and it's been going on for a while. And what surprised me even more that. Yeah, Melbourne's West has one of the highest Filipino um, population as well. I believe uh, Melbourne makes up 30% of the Filipino community in Victoria. So it's been going on for a while now. Um, but yeah, it's just surprised me seeing that with such a big number, you didn't really see a lot of that culture seen through communities and food and stuff. So yeah. So you you went on a mission, basically, to go and to <laughs> yes. find that culture. Where yes. did you go? Um, so I explored a lot of different restaurants, uh, food bakeries, anything you can name. I've been there. Um, but there are three that really stood out to me. One of them was a, um ice cream shop um, located in Footscray and um, in Chinatown. They're called Caraton Sorbets, and they sell Filipino-inspired ice cream from ube um, to a lot of Filipino-inspired uh, flavors. And I also went to a local cafe near my area. Um, it's called Pex Road, and they sell donuts um, paying uh, homage to Filipino flavors, like I said, ube, and also other Filipino food like halo halo. Um, so I pretty much went to these restaurants and food places, tried their food, which was amazing, and just got to know a bit about um, their culture, you know, why are they, you know, showcasing Filipino food and a bit about their history and background. So, yeah. And what was it that you found motivated these people? Um, I think because a lot of these owners and a lot of the food businesses, they're led and owned by second-generation immigrants. And from discussing with them, they said that, um, the way they connected with their culture is different to how our parents connected with the culture um, because with migrants coming to a Western-dominated uh, culture, they don't really want to showcase their culture as much. They want to um, blend in more, um, and that's what they've taught their children. And I guess with this generation now, we want to showcase our culture. We're more engaged with it. We want to share it around with other people and let it be known to the community. Okay, so let's talk about that culture. We've got ube or yes. u- ube. Ube, yeah, you got it. Perfect. Ube, perfect. <laughs> You're Filipino. That's that's the the sorbet, the ice cream. Yes, yes. So correct. what what makes that so special? I think if you're a Filipino, one of the things that you know is most popular, most common with when it comes to Filipino food is ube. It's pretty much just purple yam, and it could be used for you know a lot of desserts. So you can see in ice cream, you can see it in donuts, you can see it in cakes. It's just the food dish and a food ingredient that really describes Filipino food. It's sweet, it's colorful, and it can just be loved by everyone, I guess. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then we've, we've also got the donuts. Yeah. Wow. The donuts. Oh, you can't forget about that. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So what, what, what's the, um, I guess the Filipino twist on the donut? With here? the donuts. Oh, the donuts with the 
one of the best donuts I've ever tried. I'm not being biased, but it was really delicious. Um, but with that, the donuts at Peck's Road in particular, um, the way they presented and showcased a donut was that they really used Uber in a lot of their, um, when presenting with the donut. So they used Uber for the actual dough, Uber for the filling, Uber for um, the decorations. Um, and for some people, it might be like, oh, isn't it over the top? But the way they presented it and the way they, you know, got to know the ingredient and know the, um, I guess, flavors of it. Uh, It really worked well with that. And um, yeah, I guess it's just something that people need to try and figure out themselves. But I would definitely recommend eating that for that. Yeah. Do you think you've maybe because we were talking kind of at the beginning, right, about, I guess, feeling connected to culture? Have you struggled, I think, with, I guess, on your own, like sharing that culture yeah. You know, in, in high school or with your friends. Yeah, definitely. Um, like I said before, growing up, I, w- I grew up as a second-generation immigrant. And with that, um, my parents kind of just taught me to blend in in a way. Um, and also that um, to help with that, I, you know, grew up in a uh, Western-dominated school. Um, I was one of the few... Um, person of colors in my class and in my school in general so it was quite hard kind of fitting in and kind of connecting with my culture in a way um, and that was something I've been struggling for a while now and I know other second generation immigrants struggle with that as well you know dealing with two different personalities two different identities but I think that at some point in your life you learn to really connect with your culture identity whether it be through food through um, you know any other practices um, it's just a means of just finding a way to connect with that, no matter how old or young you are. Um, But I guess at the end of the day, it's just the matter of finding uh, your identity in yourself. Mm, And you're certainly continuing that connection to your culture with your reporting. Mm -hmm. You're working on a second story at the moment. Um, Very quick elevator pitch. What's your scoop? What's the story? Um, So my second story um, is focused on the Asian community, of course. Um, And it's about this concept in Asian cultures where a lot of Asian families uh, choose chooses not to tell a relative or their dying relative about a certain diagnosis they have or a prognosis that they have. Um, this was something that I, exper- that I experienced in the past with my own family and also from, after, from what I researched um, when I was doing this uh, story is that a lot of Asian family cultures experience this as well. So I pretty much just um, dive into the concepts of it, you know, why do Asian families want to, you know, protect their dying loved ones by not telling them that they're dying. So that's just pretty much a bit of a sneak peek of my story. That's, yeah. Wow. Well, we'll definitely, <laughs> we'll definitely take a read. Maybe we'll need to have you back. <laughs> yes, definitely. That is definitely quite a, quite a dramatic departure from, oh, yeah, this food's great. <laughs> this food's great too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, look, thank you for coming in today. If you're just tuning in, we've spoken about Asian culture in Melbourne's western suburbs and some Filipino food that might be on your radar now. Michelle, one more question. Yes. I guess if you were opening, if you were opening some kind of restaurant or cafe, what dish would you be putting on the menu? Oh, I think the dish that I would be putting out, it's a dish that shocks a lot of people. Um, A lot of Filipino restaurants, um, you know, stick with either street food, um, street barbecues, or, like, Filipino desserts. But there's one food that I would showcase. It's called lechon. And to describe it, it's pretty much just this one big roasted pig. Um, so I would surprise customers with that, just having just one whole roasted pig. Because it's a dish that really celebrates Filipino culture, and it brings 
and whenever I think about it, I think about the backyard barbecues or I think about the festivals where they have a whole lechon. So I think I'll just, just show up with the whole pig and people will just be like, oh my goodness. Thank you.